Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage. And I'm Dennis, the Buddymeister. We have reviewed more than 400 indie movies on the channel and today's one was once again picked for us by one of our awesome Asada Meister tier supporters. Skadoosh chose the 1983 Hindi language comedy drama Mandi. Mandi, which translates to market or marketplace, was co-written and directed by Shyam Benegal. It's based on a classic Urdu short story called Anandi by Ghulam Abbas. And it stars so many known actors and actresses that I am not going to list them. What? The thing I enjoyed most about the film is without a doubt this tremendous cast. This might even be the Indian movie with the most impressive cast I have seen so far. And as a matter of fact, I have read that it's the Hindi film with the highest number of Filmfare Award winners in it. From the central protagonists to the supporting roles, this is really a who is who when it comes to actors at that time. And after we have watched so many Indian films by now, it was a pure delight to see all these faces in one movie. Shabana Asmi, Smita Patil, Naziruddin Shah, Amrish Puri, Om Puri, Saeed Jeffrey, Sony Rastan, to name just a few. The story revolves around the brothel in Hyderabad and the prostitutes and artists that work there. Rukmini Bai, the head of the brothel, played by Shabana Azmi, is a cunning businesswoman that gets a little bit of help from her drunk brother Tungrus and is quite esteemed by the other women in the house. And by the men who walk in and out on a daily basis, like a policeman and a photographer. We witnessed a crazy daily life in that brothel and how Rukmini tries to keep the outside image of it clean. But things change when a politician and a businessman want to close the brothel down. We have seen three Shyam Benegal films prior to this one and going into Mandi, I was expecting more of a hard-hitting parallel cinema drama. But as it turns out, this is more like a parallel cinema comedy or light-hearted satire. It was certainly one of the most easy-going films set in a brothel that I know of. Not that there aren't some serious notes to it as well, especially in the form of the newly arrived deaf girl Fulmani, but overall the atmosphere and vibe are pretty fun. I actually had a hard time wrapping my head around this movie. I went into it just like you, expecting a drama, but Mandi apparently or obviously is a satire. And it's not that I didn't understand that somehow, I mean, there are scenes in this movie where it's crystal clear, but the overall tone and probably some missed opportunities where a satirical approach could have been taken to the next level, made it hard for me to fully connect with it. I can only second that. The movie left me a bit confused. I had a good time with it, mostly because of the great actors and how the setting comes to life so vividly, but I also felt there was something missing for me. Something that connected me more to these characters and the story, which itself seemed a bit meandering and unfocused. And like you, I expected the satire to be sharper, like the conflict between Rukmini and the politician Shanti Devi. Early on, there's this wonderful clash with our characters inside the brothel and the people who were demonstrating outside. But later on, there's nothing that clever or interesting or emotional happening. I agree. Now, a great thing about Mandi is the setting and this intricate web of different characters who are all connected in some way or the other. And from the very beginning of the movie, you understand that this brothel and these characters are the anchor, the pillar of this whole story. Benegal did a great job in developing this microcosm. And the strange madness that takes place there lets the satire shine through. Sometimes more, sometimes less. The banter and dynamic between the characters is mostly fun. All the screaming and yelling and crying. It's really silly at times, but I feel like it's mostly rather superficial and not that profound. I think I like the actors much more than the actual characters they are playing. Yeah, I mean, you could say that these characters are more or less templates for this satirical approach. The photographer and the policeman, for example, are really just 
clowns, all bark and no bite. But I agree, you still need characters that you can understand or empathize with, especially when a movie doesn't take the 100% anarchistic, silly satire route, where not even the world a story is set in seems to be real. Yes, but then again, the characters somehow do work. A big plus of this movie is the brotherhood or sisterhood of the sex workers or artists, plus the few allies they have. It's what makes Mandy feel so alive and nice to watch. For a movie that has its 40th anniversary this year, it's great to see how positive and empowering it paints a picture of these characters and its setting. And how it shines a light on the hypocrisy around it. On the politicians and business people who want to ban or hide it to appear more decent. Mandy is a fascinating movie because some of the things that I or we criticized just now also make it so fascinating, not knowing what these characters are really about, asking myself in some scenes if this is some scheme that the character plotted or if it's real emotion. Is it all just a construct of lies that's about to implode? I don't know. <laughs> but there's an interesting tension between questionable traditions, old thinking and progressive modern thinking. You definitely have a point, but Mandy still almost cracks under the weight of all these characters and the themes it tries to carry and is furthermore trying to show in a satirical light. And that's why I said that I like the actors more than the characters, because they are responsible for the heavy lifting. Among all these fantastic actors, who did you enjoy the most? Mm, I have to go with Shabana Azmi. I just love her. How she plays Rukmini Bai, how she embodies this shiftiness and shadiness that I just try to pinpoint, you know, not knowing what a character is really about and what her true intentions are. She's so fantastic. Rukmini certainly also reminded me of last year's Gangubai Katyavadi, in which Alia Bhatt played the titular role of a feisty and powerful head of a brothel. And before anyone writes it in the comments, yes, we know that Alia Bhatt's mother, Sunni Rastan, is playing one of the sex workers here. We have also seen her in Saranj. True. So, who did you enjoy the most? Oh, for me, it's certainly Smita Patil. She's so beautiful and so magnetic as Zenat, and I loved how alluring she is, but also that she has her own head and how she toys with Rukmini's kind of excessive care. That's where Mandi succeeds. These characters play with or against each other, and by that they play with us. To see Ompuri in such an impetuous and youthful role was also unfamiliar. And Amrish Puri was also a little bit of a standout, but probably just because he looks so crazy and different here. And his character has this mysterious, almost supernatural or mythical element. That's true. And I had a hard time wrapping my head around that too. It's probably one of the few things that I just didn't fully understand. It's obviously a comment about religion and devotion, with all that stuff about Baba Karaksha and Shiva and Rukmini's wishes actually coming to fruition, because you somehow think that she didn't really deserve it, and I'm sure Benegal had something in mind about that too. But yeah, it's a bit too much and a bit too convoluted. To be honest, for me, this entire storyline about full money didn't quite fit in with the rest. For one, because the tonal shifts were a bit odd, as in that the characters became a little bit less likable for how casual they are treating this very serious and exploitative situation. But more so because full money more or less vanishes from the movie and isn't as important as it appears at first. And when she comes back at the very end, it didn't really have an effect on me and I was rather baffled how the whole movie ended. Yeah, I mean there's obviously something underneath that too. To bring full money back as this 
angel in white that brings Rukmini another salvation. Zinat has found her salvation. Probably. She's the bird that left the cage. But now this movie is telling us that Fulmani probably had an even worse time after she left the brothel, where her experiences were absolutely horrible to begin with. This is about belonging, about dependence, and maybe even more so about the simple fact that things will never change. It has become such a habit that you can change it and the hypocritical society even needs it. Exactly. And Sheeran Benegal not only shows that through the story and the narration, I noticed that a lot of scenes are staged and filmed in a way that we see characters in mirrors. And this might point at this hypocrisy and at the fact that people aren't honest or upright with one another, especially as sex work was and still is something that's stigmatized. Great point. Particularly, Rukmini almost isn't able to resist a mirror. Doesn't matter if she's angry or sad or furious. She stops if she has a chance to look into a mirror, if only to adjust a hair. Besides the wonderful acting, it's those little things that are so fascinating about the movie. And although the ending with full money makes kind of sense if you look at it through a satirical lens, the plot about Zenat and Sushil and the love story that can be didn't work for me at all. Is it supposed to be a satire about the love at first sight trope or was it supposed to be? I get that it's about the dirty laundry of Maya Agrawal and how Lukmini has this information up her sleeve, but it left me kind of baffled and I didn't get the tragedy behind it. Me neither. Also because it's not staged or shot in a satirical or funny way. It's all very serious. Aside from the silly motorbike, car, bicycle chase. But I think it's another indication for the fact that Shyam Benegal wanted to cram a lot of stuff into one movie and didn't always know what to do in every situation. But he still managed to make Mandy an interesting tale about morality and amorality. And he dared to ask the question, who is on which side? So, what would we say in German about Mandy? Mandy is eine etwas unfokussierte Satire auf die Heuchelei der Gesellschaft. Shyam Benegal will viel erzählen, schafft es aber nicht immer etwas zu sagen. Und dennoch ist Mandy ein faszinierender Film, der vor allem von seinen großartigen Schauspielern lebt. I give Mandy 7 out of 10. It's more like 6.7, but I don't do that. For me, it's also 7 out of 10. It's more like 6.9, but I don't do that either. Did you know, statistically speaking, and this is probably a very rough number, that about 6 to 10% of all the men worldwide go to a prostitute at least once in their lives? This statistic, of course, only includes the men that talked about it. You want to tell us something, buddy Meister? Uh, no. Why? Just asking. So, what are your thoughts about Mandy? Leave a comment. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and on Patreon simply at the Jimmy Cage. And you can hit me up on Twitter at the Buddy Meister. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up, share, subscribe, whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all we have to tell.